I turn to them and I go, this isn't about a Bangladesh dental office. (laughs) 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 So that bad joke means one thing. It means welcome to Screen Fix, the show where we will fix a recent film. I am host JC with me as always the co-host that carries the show. Lady Juan, say hi to everybody. Hello. And with us, returning guest, he's been on multiple episodes. Yeah. Perhaps we should call him a Screen Fix All-Star. <gasps> it is James from PopCultNet. James, say hi to everybody. Yo, what is up, people? Thanks for having me on again, guys. Of Appreciate course. Yeah. Thank you. And tell everybody a little bit about your podcast, PopCultNet. Go ahead. PopCultNet is a podcast where you can find everything under the umbrella of pop culture, movies, TV, anime, and upcoming events. So if you are interested in anything like that, you should definitely subscribe to the show. Uh, it's free to listen, and it's free to like. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here to talk about a Netflix smash hit because of coronavirus. Coronavirus! <laughs> Maybe. Would this be as big of a hit if everyone was not stuck inside their houses? The audience can't see this, but do you see my corona hair? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> <laughs> there is some volume. It's not You great. probably thought there was a, a sheep asleep quietly on my head. That's not... A sheep. That is my hair. So this one, uh, this one comes from a bunch of Marvel alums. Ultra violent tale takes place in Bangladesh in the city of Dhaka. What are we talking about, Lady One? Are, are we going to play the trailer? I don't know. Do yeah, you... but say the name of Extraction. it. Extraction. Extraction starring someone that I'm sure mm. is a distraction for you. <laughs> trailer. This is an extraction. So who are the players? Biggest drug lord in India versus biggest drug lord in Bangladesh. <laughs> Some mythic shit, huh? It's a kidnapping. Drug lord's son. Clock's running at 16 hours. Proof of life is of six hours ago. You want to survive, you do exactly as I say. Who are you? Name. Move fast, stay low. Something's wrong. The city's on lockdown. Yeah, no shit. The job is fucked, Tyler. Tyler. Just find my money. We can send a chopper and get you out. But you gotta leave the kid behind. Are you gonna leave me in the street? I'll get you home. All right, Extraction is directed by my new boyfriend Sam Hargrave. Oh, your new? Have you seen him? Wait, who's who's mm-hmm. better, Hargrave or star of Extraction, Chris Hemsworth? I mean, I have to think about it. So that is wow. a ring endorsement. I gotta look this guy up. Oh my god, he's so handsome. Whoa. He was Chris Evans' stunt double. The only pictures I've seen of him oh. are from the set of this movie, where he has a massive beard. Oh, I haven't seen yes, those. Yes, he looks like look a homeless up. man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so Sam Hargrave was a stuntman and stunt coordinator for Marvel films, Captain America Civil War, and Avengers Endgame. This is his directorial debut, so mm-hmm. not bad. A smash Netflix hit. 
It was written by Joe Russo, one of the Russo brothers, the producing and directing powers behind Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Captain America Civil War, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. Joe Russo wrote this shitty screenplay, um, this screenplay, and um, <laughs> he's the one who likes to like pop in and act in movies. Like He played the grieving oh, gay man in uh, Avengers Endgame <laughs> because they couldn't get an actual gay actor to do that. They were like, I mean, come on, I, you know what he's trying to do, but just get, just let a gay actor have that, Joe. Yeah, let someone have their moment. (laughs) (laughs) So this movie, like, is this Netflix's thing now? Like releasing hyper-violent, big action movies on its platform? Like we had Six Underground, the Michael Bay Mm -hmm. actioner with (laughs) Ryan Reynolds. And we also had Triple Frontier with Ben Affleck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now we've got Extraction. Netflix and action violence. It must be hitting that algorithm. (laughs) (laughs) So definitely violent. In fact, Netflix tweeted out the exact amount of kills that Chris Hemsworth's character Tyler Rake has in this movie. 183. It's like a day. (laughs) John Wick's kill count is 202. In one movie or across three movies? For his first and second movie. Tyler Rake is like, I'll have none of that. 183, baby. (laughs) One movie. Hold my beer. (laughs) So yeah, lots of violence. Do you like action movies, violent movies? Do they tickle you? (laughs) It's a really weird way to ask if you like action action movies. Do action movies tickle you? Guess, James. Uh, they don't tickle me, but they they intrigue me. Though. <laughs> I still haven't seen Six Underground yet, but I enjoyed Triple Frontier, and it's kind of hard to talk about movies like these that are on Netflix because, like, do you rate them against their peers on Netflix, or do you like compare them to actually like good action movies? You know, so <laughs> it's always weird to talk about movies like this. So yeah. It's like some weird middle ground where, like, it's not exciting enough to be on the big screen, but it's also... Like, every single one that I've seen just feels like it's missing something. And mm-hmm. yeah. I honestly can't really put my finger on what it is. It just it just feels, like, off. But, uh, I mean, there's definitely a, you know, like, a demographic that's looking forward to movies like these. And I do appreciate them trying to bring back the action hero, if you want to, you know put like a category on it because mm-hmm. you know like growing up we had like arnold we had uh bruce willis we had uh you know steven seagal john claude van damme and you know just this generation doesn't really have anything like that besides you know like comic book movies so with these even though a little kid should be watching extraction <laughs> uh, kill count of you know like 183 and with them throwing kids off yeah. roofs <laughs> <laughs> yeah so even though a kid shouldn't be watching this we know they're watching it and you know maybe he wants to be chris hemsworth when he grows up you know there's some little kid outside right now playing tyler rake and they're like <laughs> yeah. grabbing some kid that's Extraction. that's younger than them and like go in the neighbor's house we're gonna go in and extract you <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like that and it's cool to see thor step out of the costume you know what i mean like see him do something different and swear. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's swearing a lot, too. It's good, too, for him, because I feel like Chris Hemsworth has not had a lot of success outside of the MCU at all. He was in, like, that bad Michael yeah. Mann hacker movie, right? Like, wasn't he in some weird... Uh, Yeah, um, Black Hat. Yes, Black right? 
Yeah. <laughs> he was, that movie was a terrible failure. And uh, what else? He was in the remake of Red Dawn. Oh, yeah. Just and then like, he has the, the horses in Afghanistan? Oh, uh, 12 mark? Strong. He was in 12 uh, Strong. And the horses yeah. in war. <laughs> the horses in the desert movie. I knew what you meant, though. Yeah, horses in the desert. <laughs> it's definitely that one. I was following. <laughs> also, of course, what should have been a good franchise restarter, but was not Oof. Man in Black International. Such a disappointment. Uh, check the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check the catalog for that one. Okay, so to James's point, do you think Hemsworth should be considered in that action echelon, Lady One? Yeah, I think we can give it to him. I think especially if they're going to have um, more of these, for sure. He's built for it. He's not built for anything else. So <laughs> if he can't do this, he can't do anything. <laughs> Yeah, this is his corner. This is yeah. his corner. So, James, you think that Hemsworth could have a career as an action star? Um, as long as Joe Russo isn't writing the script, yeah. Um, <laughs> like Lady Wan said, he has the like the built for it. He checks all the boxes. It's just, I guess, he's looking for a role that he's going to get that upper echelon. Like, oh, he's arrived. Mm-hmm. I don't think this was it. I think this was a good chance to. And with rumors of uh, Extraction Two coming out, yep. I could definitely yeah. see uh, the part part two being a lot better than part one. Joe Russo has already closed the deal to script Extraction Two, so it's going to be Joe Russo. So again, but yeah. Oh boy. So I guess at the very end of the movie, that person standing outside the pool, I guess that was Tyler. Yeah, I'm guessing. It's going to have to be now if there's a second one. (laughs) Joe Russo said that he's uh, optimistic that Sam Hargrave will return to direct and that Chris Hemsworth will come back as Tyler Ray. It's funny that we just talked about the ending a bit. They actually had filmed an ending where he died. So we had a a version of the movie and we tested tested it a lot and it, it was not surprising that people a lot of people wanted you know the character to live some people wanted to die that was it was ambiguous people were like they were torn it was almost down the middle and we're like you know we want to appeal to as many people as possible without compromising the integrity of the story and so we're like i think a pretty good compromise is to make an ambiguous ending to where if people on one hand feel like the story is complete and is a story of redemption through sacrifice, then for them, it'll be, you know, option either two or three. It'll be where the kid is like imagining that. And then now you go like, yes, I'm satisfied. If you feel like you love Tyler Rake and you love Chris Hemsworth and you want a sequel and you're like, ah, you know, there's no way you can't kill him. That's Chris Hem. that's Tyler Rake standing there looking at you. So we, we kind of purposefully did not pull focus to, you know, the character standing there. Um, and in truth, here's your spoiler alert for those who the original script and this was my idea is that Rake does not live. So they changed it. They should have changed how he like got shot then, like in the neck. Like yeah, maybe not through <laughs> the like, neck. Why don't you reshoot that part too? Like, <laughs> fuck it. CG out his neck wound. <laughs> <laughs> and then he falls like 200 feet into some water. <laughs> like, yeah, into like disgusting water. Yeah. And he has open wounds. Yeah, but the I thing is, it's like, of course he's not dead. This movie, of course, written by Joe Russo and directed by a stunt coordinator of Marvel. These people are basically super serum mm-hmm. superheroes. I mean, Chris Hemsworth and the the Indian actor who plays, what was the name of the other? The Indian Steven Seagal. Yes, Indian <laughs> Steven Seagal. What was his name again? Sa- uh, Saju. Saju. Yeah, so at one point, Saju. Saju gets beat up by Chris Hemsworth, thrown off of a roof, lands on a car, gets hit by a car so hard he goes flying into another car and dents it. These people should be dead. Like, they, yeah. like they both should be dead or or seriously maimed. But they just, they literally bounce off things as if they're superheroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kid was like, did you just hit that guy with a truck? He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And guess what? The guy shows up later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
over the top. So, did you like this movie? Did you like this movie, Lady One? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did not like this movie. I was so bored. It was, there's nothing happening. There's just, there's action sequences and then what feel like cutscenes that I would like to skip. Oh, like, so boring. Like if you were playing PlayStation, you'd just be mashing circle (laughs) to get through it. Bip, 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 bip. That's what it felt like. (laughs) Yeah, totally. It did feel like that, especially like the long one shot. This Mm. movie had an extremely long one shot take which is actually extremely impressive when you watch the making of featurettes that have to do with that one shot and just the amount of coordination and timing that it took to get that is amazing and you can see they have camera operators strapped to the front of cars they have camera operators handing the camera to camera operators that are in the car and handing it back out of the car like it's crazy I just have one question about that like did they forget to add the score like they're fighting in fucking silence. <laughs> I'm like, Realistic. I had to turn my TV up. I'm like, they would add like music that was just ambient. Yeah, there's that one part where Ovi's running through the apartment building and he like busts into somebody's apartment and they're, I guess, watching my favorite Bollywood movie, Dilwali Dilhania Le Jingay. And it's from 1995 and it's the greatest movie ever. And I lost my mind when that song was playing. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, so there's all kinds of like sounds and things that they add from their surroundings, but I don't know if it takes the place of a score, especially for like an action movie when you want everything hyped up and amped up. James, uh, what was your opinion on this one? The biggest thing that I've been hearing about this film, I mean, I I literally just walked off the couch and read a couple of reviews (laughs) and watched a couple of YouTube videos and people are like, what did you expect going into a movie like this? I'm like, something good? I mean, you have (laughs) fucking Team Avengers on this thing. Like, (laughs) you sold it like it was going to be the best movie I've seen on Netflix in years. Like, don't advertise it that way and then dump, like, down talk it when it's not good. They did the action sequences, but the plot was lackluster. Like Lady Juan said, I checked out. I did a couple of phone scrolls. I paused (laughs) it. Yeah. I, you ever, like, pause a movie at home and see how much time is left? That's when you know it's bad. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's another hour left? Yes. That is yeah. that is what it's bad when yeah. you're check, checking yeah. the little bar, little scroll bar. It wasn't horrible. I wouldn't say it was a horrible movie. It was entertaining. But I guess I just went into this movie looking for something that I didn't get. You know, and I feel like Netflix is probably starting to move past that stigma where you can't just anymore say, oh, this is Netflix. It's like Netflix had The Irishman. Right. Mm-hmm. Netflix had Roma. Netflix had Marriage Story. Like <laughs> You're trying to be prestige. And- yeah force your way into the oscars like live up yeah. to the yeah joe russo yeah stop pretending to be gay <laughs> <laughs> so none of us seem to really like it but lady one do you got the fresh hot stats on this one how about other people <laughs> so this movie is 68 percent fresh from critics Whoa. the consensus being spectacular stunt work and an electric oh. performance from chris hemsworth can't save extraction from being dragged down by its aimless violence it is aimless like an aimless movie yeah the audience score is 70 percent, and i feel like that's pretty this is this is a c yeah for sure yeah that's what yeah. i had to yeah i mean i literally can't do anything else i guess i will watch this movie it's fine <laughs> do you have any stats on the netflix 
numbers. So they're saying that this is the most watched movie that's ever debuted on their platform with 90 million households watching it in the first four weeks of release. So that's passing Murder Mystery, which had 73 million households watch it. Whoa. That's that Jennifer Aniston, Adam Sandler one. Yeah. And then uh, Triple Frontier was behind that. That had 63 million. And the comparison is to Bird Box. That had 45 million in its first week which is insane, but they never released a four week run total. So I don't know if it, if uh, extraction passed bird box, but they can't either. I I know that they changed the the algorithm of how they like what they count. It's only two minutes now that counts as a view. (laughs) So I'm betting 90 million households watch this movie. I'm going to go with like 60 million. Turn this shit off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They used to count it. If you watched 70% of the movie. Now it's literally and now two it's minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> wow. Like like the credits are not even over in two minutes. Like no. And they do that the little hell? cheating thing now when you hover over a movie it starts playing. I'm like I didn't say I want to watch this. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Yeah. What if you just got up to go to the bathroom and the, an, another movie started? Yeah. Uh, well, two minutes that counts as a view. Yeah. So, before we just get into a movie, I'm gonna quickly go over a plot summary of this movie. Then we will fix it. We always bring you the plot summary from Movie Pooper, MoviePooper.com. Wipes away the excess and gives us the one pinch summary. Here we go. Never get so. <laughs> Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> I might butcher the uh, the names here, but it's okay. Here we go. Ovi Mahajan is the teen son of the biggest crime lord in India. While his father is in prison, he is kidnapped by his father's rival, Asif, the biggest drug lord in Bangladesh. Mahajan threatens to kill the family of Saju, his second in command, if he doesn't retrieve him. Despite having limited funds, Saju hires mercenary Tyler Rake and his team to extract Ovi. Oh, I didn't get that at all. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, Saju hired Hemsworth and Hemsworth tried to kill him? Yeah, because he double double crosses it. You watched it three times. You Yeah, you watched it three, I three did. times. <laughs> I did. I watched it three times. I still didn't get it. Oh, my God. I just saw violence and shooting. The plot oh, summary man. is going to open up your eyes to this movie. <laughs> it is. Now oh you are so pissed. It's like, what? Oh, and then Saju didn't want to pay. Yeah. Oh, my, what? Yeah. Oh, he he's, said, like, he's made terrible. Me do all the dirty work. <laughs> keep, he's bad. Keep reading. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a nice Indian Bangladesh man. He's bad. No, he's sneaky. He's sneaky. (laughs) The first part of the extraction goes fine Mm -hmm. when Tyler frees Ovi, but getting out of Bangladesh becomes difficult when the mercenary team realizes the situation was a setup. When they are not paid, the second half of the money and members of the team are killed. Saju shows up, having double-crossed them and attempting to get Ovi out himself. Tyler must fight Saju (laughs) and the local police working for Asif. Tyler and Ovi form a bond, and Tyler tells Ovi he had a son who died of lymphoma. <laughs> Why did you say that so weird? <laughs> <laughs> lymphoma. That's not, I don't know, it doesn't seem very dramatic, Lim- lymphoma. Yeah, but the way you said it was like a like, prize, like lymphoma. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, died of a gunshot wound of a gun left out or like uh, drowned or something. lymphoma. Yeah, that's tragic. All right, All right here we go. <laughs> With no, it's oddly specific, lymphoma. Joe Russo. What? <laughs> Joe Russo. <laughs> Joe Russo's sitting there. He's like, what can this like, kid die from? What has it been in a movie? What has it been in a movie yet? 
Lymphoma, I got it. I'm a genius. They're gonna love this. My grandmother died from lymphoma. This is so terrible. People, I'm sure, die from this. We cannot joke about lymphoma. But it's not, not very cinematic, that lymphoma. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. With no one else to turn to, Tyler and Saju work together to get Ovi out of the city. Saju is killed, and Tyler manages to get Ovi to safety, but is shot in the neck. <laughs> At peace with saving Ovi, he remembers his son and falls off a bridge to his death. Or does he? Months later, Tyler's teammate Nick finds and executes Asif, and Ovi returns to his. The end. Okay, I learned a lot <laughs> uh, in that summary. <laughs> I have watched this three times. I can't believe you. Uh, no, I had no idea. I wasn't even That's paying really... attention, and I knew that. That's... <laughs> That's really bad. I, I I think I wasn't keeping track of people's names well enough. I, I, I don't know. All right, so. Ugh. Speaking of names, remember when he, when the uh, OV goes, you don't look like a Tyler? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, what do I look like? And he's like, a Brad. Jerusalem. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> First of all, don't Tyler's look like Brad's? Yeah, like, I feel like they're the, interchangeable. Yeah, the if you say Tyler, I think of Tyler Durden, which is Brad Pitt. They are the same yeah! thing in my head. <laughs> they're the same. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, that was terrible, <laughs> terrible writing. Oh, my God. <laughs> you look like a Brad. Apparently, he's never met a Tyler. All right, yeah. so anyway. Ugh. All right, so before we just start ripping a movie up, well, we don't rip it up. We can before we start constructively improving the film. <laughs> we are gonna say one thing we liked about it because a lot of people work on a movie. A lot of people do it, so we're gonna give them their due. What is something you liked about Extraction, Lady One? Go. I really liked the scene where Tyler fights a bunch of hench kids. I just really. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing you. Liked. That was that was very hench entertaining nice. to me <laughs> to watch. Where he's slapping <laughs> like kids. a six foot three Chris Hemsworth just like open hand slap a child. <laughs> As like part I of wonder what action. that says about the type of parent you would be. I, I don't know. It was very funny to me. He threw a kid into a car. Like, <laughs> he picked up a child and threw him. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just watching all this violence this whole movie. And by the time we get to the part where Chris Hemsworth attacks children, I was desensitized. I was like, get him. Like, it was funny to me. <laughs> James from Pop Cult Net, one of the best podcasts out there. In the pot of spear. What is something you liked about Extraction? I would say I enjoyed the action uh, action sequences, even though I knocked it earlier for not having a score. They were really good. This is probably some of the best action sequences I've seen since John Wick, uh, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say kind of the uh, same thing. I really liked the one shot when I was watching it. I was like, this is definitely technically impressive. Mm -hmm. I also liked that they filmed on location. The place did feel real because it was real. Mm -hmm. And another thing I like that added to the realism is that they let Hemsworth use his own accent. Oh my God. Like I tried watching. Horse Desert. <laughs> horses in the Desert movie. <laughs> the Horses in the Desert movie. And he's supposed to be American in that. Oh. And it is painful to watch. He cannot keep an American accent together to save his life. And it's very distracting. So 
another thing I liked about this movie <laughs> was them letting him be Australian. In fact, he was so Australian that at the beginning he had like indigenous pals. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. He's just that's probably uh, how they sold him on the script. It was like, bro, you don't even gotta do accent in this one. He's like, <laughs> sign me up. Oh yes, oi. <laughs> we'll even use your own kid in the flashback scenes. Perfect. Let's get her into the family business right away. (laughs) All right. So with that stuff out of the way, why don't you say we fix this movie? What do you say, everybody? Let's do it. You guys ready to do it? Yeah. Ready to fix it? Yeah. We got to do this. You want to survive? You do exactly as I say. Why don't you go first, Lady Juan? Give us your first fix. So my first fix has to do with... um, David Harbour's character. David Harbour's in this movie. Sheriff Hopper from Stranger Things. Do you think he's all over Netflix? Do you think they tricked him? Do you think that was like his Stranger (laughs) Things contract was like and a random Netflix movie that we will force you to do? Yeah. Or maybe the Russos were like, Look, you can be in Black Widow, but you gotta do us a solid and be in this stunt guy's movie. (laughs) Either way, he did not like totally want to do this. (laughs) <laughs> like, you, could you could tell like, like, I, fe- I feel like that death scene this is this is a favor so that's actually what my fix is about is about his death scene so he's only in one like pretty short part of the movie and he spends about half of his dialogue talking about murdering Ovi the best thing you could do for that kid would be to put a bullet in his brain yeah. <laughs> because um, you know, he's saying that like this is an impossible mission. There's no way Tyler's going to be able to get him out and get him to safety. And it's honestly for the best if he just goes upstairs and puts a bullet in Ovi's brain, and it's a painless death. And uh, that's that's some dark shit that uh, his character's talking about. So when Ovi does come downstairs, David Harbour's character Gaspar goes to kind of go towards him and. Ovi shoots him like he's gonna die he's got some chest shots he's he's going down he's sitting in the chair slowly awkwardly dying and Ovi is like going into shock from you know he's he's killed a guy like he's dying in front of him never mind the fact that like he watched his best friend get like shot in the head right when he got kidnapped he's been hanging out with Tyler murdering so many people 183 people (laughs) so it's fine but like I guess good for Ovi that there's still something left that could upset him but meanwhile, Tyler just sits there and like watches his friend die and wa- and has to let Ovi watch someone die that he's killed. Like my fix is that Tyler should have gone over, done the headshot to Gaspar, just like he was talking about doing to Ovi. So that's one, the mercy kill. So we're like bringing it back to what he was talking about. And two, so that it wasn't Ovi that killed him. Like take that off that kid's conscience. Like Tyler kills kills 183 people in this movie. It could have been 184. Like don't let it be on the kid. So that's my first fix. Anything other than, you're right, like Ovi having to commit a murder and get yeah. traumatized over the whole situation yeah. so uh and have you ever murder anybody not in real life <laughs> you want to survive you do exactly as i say james from pop cult net what is your first fix so my first fix takes place at the beginning of the film i've never been a fan of films that's 
show what happens at the end of a movie at the beginning. Mm. Um, yeah. I just always find that pretty lazy because it's like a teaser, like, oh, you got to find out why we're here. It's like a way to trap you into watching two hours of, I wouldn't say shit. <laughs> well, this screenwriter did not know how to entice anyone into actually wanting to invest in this story. Mm. So they dropped you in at the climax for a second. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a fan of that. But another nitpick that I had is that they really didn't dive into Tyler's traumas about losing his child. Mm. He had that one scene with Ovi in the room when they're after Ovi killed uh, Gaspar, and he was talking about his uh, his child that died from lymphoma. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but they're terrible people. Instead of having a, <laughs> instead of having the movie take place at the end, I'd rather see a flashback of you know Tyler Rake in his prime in Afghanistan, just doing some yeah. like mercenary shit and just- Before he was an alcoholic. You know, yeah, like let's see what was Tyler like before he went to Kimberly, Australia and just decided to just jump off waterfalls and meditate at the bottom of him. Let's see what, what led up <laughs> yeah. to that. So I would rather see him, you know, in action in Afghanistan and he receives the, ch- uh, the phone call or a letter about his child dying and, you know, see how much that hurt him. Oh. and started a divide between him and his wife because obviously yeah. he's still married so you could also yeah. do another cast member in there to play his wife and yeah i would rather see that than see him potentially die at the uh beginning of the movie yeah that would be like crushing to see him in some other city on some other job and getting the letter that his son died while he was gone that would be yeah. that'd be crushing that would give some uh emotional weight to yeah. the to and the scene could- do some real acting instead of just moving. Yeah. Tyler, your son has died. He had bad nodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to hold it in. I'm like. You want to survive? You do exactly as I say. JC, <laughs> what's your first fix for extraction? My first fix has to do with your favorite, the kid gang. Hench kids. The hench kids. <laughs> they're not men. They're <laughs> yeah, they're hench kids. So we got this group of hench kids here, and um, <laughs> they they see one of their fellow hench kids get thrown off of a roof. Mm-hmm. One of them, he tells them to cut his finger off, yeah. and then they come after Hemsworth, who I mean, I think he should <laughs> still beat them up with a bunch of yeah. slaps and and curses, <laughs> like he does in the movie, but. There was the main kid, the one with the scar across his face. So in the actual movie, after he slaps them and beats them all up, (laughs) the scar kid goes back to our main bad guy. Mm -hmm. And the guy tells him to cut his finger off. I'm like, stop going back there. Yeah. Like, you're going to lose fingers. You're going to lose all your fingers. What is wrong with you? And uh, I think what he should do is in that fight scene, Chris Hemsworth seriously injures the scar kid and instead of killing him he gives the kid a kind of like some first aid stuff that he has in his like vest thing that he's wearing Mm -hmm. and scar kid you know you're like oh okay well that's cool he didn't kill scar kid and wants scar kid to live that's nice so then let's flash forward at the end of the movie on the bridge when he's running down the bridge and he's shooting people he is trapped he's on the other side of a van he's running out of ammo who uh-huh. shows up? The kid gang. The hench kids. The hench kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hemsworth thinks, oh crap, the jig is up. It's going to be worse than a. It's going to be worse than oh, being a one legged kangaroo during hunting season in Perth. <laughs> nice. 
<laughs> but the kid gang turns and joins him to shoot at those mofos. So <laughs> so they're they're winning. He's winning with the help of the hench kids who don't want who don't want their fingers chopped off. Yeah. And then the evil warlord guy, he ends up on the the bridge cuz he needs to intercept Ovi and he's about to fight Hemsworth, but Scar Kid jumps in and he's like, "No, go guys. I got this." They fight. Scar Kid kills him. And Scar Kid is now the new king of the city. Dang. Yeah. What a journey for Scar Kid. <laughs> <laughs> new star of extraction, Scar Kid. Oh, okay. Uh, that's he could my, be the villain uh, for extraction, too. Oh, Scar Kid. He's like, look, Scar- you saved me once, and I saved you back, and we, we were even. I don't owe you anything anymore. Yeah. <laughs> extraction 2. Scar Kid. You want to survive, you do exactly as I say. Lady Wan, I know you've got a second hmm. fix. Why don't you lay it on us? What if I just did Then we'll extract it from you. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. I Thank walked you. right into that one. So my second fix is... Um, Saju, which now you know, JC. He's right. a bad guy. <laughs> I did. You've learned so much from the plot summary. I, I So I actually liked the twist that he was paying the team yeah. and then was like, nah, I'm not going to pay you. And he was just systematically taking them out and he was going to do this on his own. He was like, you do the hard part. I'll take it from here and double cross the team. Like, that's honestly the most surprising thing this entire movie gave us. So surprising that you missed it. What the JC. heck? There's a lot of um, guns and shooting. So <laughs> I liked I liked that in this movie. But then, as we talked about earlier, he gets killed in the final shootout on the bridge. And I was like, what? That's that's weird. I didn't expect it. And I didn't think it felt right. So Yeah, he, he was like the one character that had a, a family. Yeah, that's the whole reason why he's doing this is because... Ovi's dad says, I will kill your whole family if you don't get my son back for me. And then Saju makes it all the way to like five minutes left in this movie and then he gets killed. So my fix is that he should survive. And I actually want him in the chopper already, like the one that Ovi is running to. Because Mm -hmm. I think the fact that Ovi is like, he's going to be extracted, they're going to complete the mission, he's going to make it out, but the fact that he would then be getting on the helicopter with Saju, who's done all this messed up stuff, he's killed people, he double-crossed, like, we don't really know how trustworthy he is. He's doing everything for his family, but Mm -hmm. he's not really, like, a good guy. I just like the idea that Ovi would be, like, going to quote-unquote safety but it's still kind of an unsafe situation you still can't totally trust him and then i think that actually gives you a good reason why if we are to assume that that's tyler coming to ov in the pool at the end because he still needs to watch out for him because saju's shady and he's still there he did do the the double cross but he did it literally to save his family he he was the one person that you were like okay can we have this guy make it out of this movie, please? Yeah, and it just happened so suddenly. And I'm like, what? The movie's almost over. He could yeah. be. He's so close. Yeah. Or to yeah. let him like hide under a car for a while. And then he... There were so many cars on that bridge. Yeah, I guess they needed somebody to like actually die. So they picked, <laughs> since they brought back Hemsworth. From the dead. <laughs> They're like, yeah. okay, Saj, you got to go too. Yeah. Is it Saj or is it Seju? I have no idea. You didn't even know he was a bad guy. <laughs> 
Save you, <laughs> save me. <laughs> you want to survive, you do exactly as I say. James, host, talent, behind, Pop Colt Net. Why don't you give us your next fix? All right, so I'm going to go into this little hot before I get to my actual mm-hmm. fix. This may be a hot take, but it's, I'm being brutally honest. Saju is the best character in this movie. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed that actor a lot. If this He's movie great. followed him instead of Chris Hemsworth, it would have been a, a way better movie. I mean, true. he had so much more at stake than Chris Hemsworth did the entire film. So yep. yeah. once they teamed up, it changed the whole dynamic of the movie. So I wish they would have teamed up a little bit earlier. Yeah. But what would have made an even better character is to have him be the brother of Ovi's father. <gasps> Ooh. This also Ooh. Uncle. Uncle Saju. Yeah, this also kinda helps to develop Ovi as well. Um th- yeah. they share a couple of scenes together and it feels kinda empty mm-hmm. because yeah. Ovi even says to himself is like he treats me like a thing. But if it had yeah. like more of an emotional relationship, like come here, your father threatened to kill my son, I can't do this and that. I yeah. feel like it would have had like a mo- more emotional weight behind it and also gives Ovi a chance to express his emotions to two people, Chris Hemsworth, Tyler and uh, Saju as well. As the second in command, he treats Avi like a like a thing. But you feel like if he was an uncle, he, they would love each other. Right. Like you actually see gotcha. what. Like not only is he trying to save his family from being murdered by his brother, he's trying to save his nephew. So this raises this raises the stakes for him as well. Yeah. Like maybe he's always been more of a father to Ovi than Ovi's own yeah. father. Yeah, because he's that, in jail. Because uh, Ovi's father and Saju shared a moment at the beginning too. He's like, I told mm-hmm. you to watch over him. And it's kind of like, if that was more yeah. like your his older brother telling him to watch over his son, it had felt like oh. more like, oh, you lost my, my son. Now I'm going to kill yours. Yeah. And it's like, damn, Ovi's brother is fucking ruthless. You know what I mean? This so. movie definitely like shied away from like making characters emotionally connected. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and... That's why I was going back early in my rant earlier about when people go, fall back to, oh, it's a Netflix movie. What did you expect? This is not only a Netflix movie. This is a new age that we're in. Like, it, yeah, it's okay to make like um, movies like this and John Wick, but John Wick had a, actually a really good, interesting plot. Like, mm. it just wasn't just like Keanu Reeves just chopping people's heads off. It was actually like, you know, a lot at stake with <laughs> that movie. And it all was like c- connected to the previous two, uh, three movies. But uh, this just felt like it was just like put there to entertain us and get us get our minds off of the virus and get some streaming numbers up. But mm. I feel like it would have been a lot more engaging if we actually cared about the people in this uh, in this movie. Totally. Yeah, I mean, for the virus, they'd be like, "I'm stuck inside," but that Indian kid has got thrown off the roof. <laughs> I feel fine. <laughs> so it fine. could be worse. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how I pick most of the movies I watch during quarantine. I want the world to be worse than the movie I'm watching. <laughs> I'm really doing it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I mean, just adding more emotion to this story. Yeah. This movie sorely was lacking it. And that would have added yet another layer of depth yeah. and emotion. That's you, James. Depth and emotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am a cancer. So. Lymphoma? <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of cancer. survive you do exactly as i say jc uh-huh do you have another fix for extraction oh um <laughs> no let's just end the show now uh, <laughs> no we have more lymphoma jokes all right here we go um <clears throat> i noticed that when i was reading that description that they only mention the female mercenary's name twice like 
once in the beginning and once at the end. And basically, mm. that's because she does nothing in the movie. And I thought that was terrible. Like, the way that Tyler acts with Nick in the beginning of the movie hints that they've known each other for a long time mm-hmm. and there's some kind of like emotions there but that whole thing goes nowhere so i want to beef up the role of the female star of this movie when she's figuring out that they've been double crossed i want her to actually be the only one that's still on chris hemsworth's side and i want her entire team that's in that room where they figure it out mm-hmm. to turn on her i want her to use her fighting skills to take them out she's a mercenary too and now she's in just as much trouble as as Tyler, but she's on the other side of the river. So I wanted to make it so she has to fight off some baddies too, maybe slap some kids. (laughs) (laughs) But part of her story too is she needs to steal a helicopter to still meet at the rendezvous. And I want to make it to where her and Tyler lose contact. So Tyler doesn't even know when they get on the bridge, if there's going to be someone there to to get them. He just has to keep hope and belief in her. And I don't want them to shy away from that obvious hint at the beginning of the movie. I want to make her the mother of Tyler's son that was lost. And I want the alcohol spiral that he fell into because remember the beginning of the movie, Mm. he's drinking and she says, You're hoping if you spin the chamber enough times you're going to catch a bullet. Tomorrow morning, I'll meet you in Peace Crossing. If you're not sober, don't show up. So I want it to have been the alcohol spiral that he fell into that destroyed the marriage. And he has to bring Ovi to her at the helicopter because it's it's his catharsis. It's his redemption mm. over his reaction to his son's death and how it affected his marriage. He doesn't need to just prove this to himself, but he needs to prove it to her. And it just would give a massive amount of emotion to this scene. And of course, she's going to arrive right on time with that helicopter and... It'll be a good redemption arc for Tyler. Mm-hmm. That's what this movie needed. It just needed more depth, more layers, and all the pieces were there for it. That yeah. would have helped a lot. Her character was so underused, so that would have that would have been a whole lot better. Maybe they wanted him to be like a single male in this movie for more female traction. I don't know if if that was a thought process but like boy bands like how they all had to say they didn't have girlfriends yeah. <laughs> they tested that with the with the audiences too and all the women gave it a zero <laughs> we just want to know there's a chance <laughs> yeah you want to survive you do exactly as i say i think that we have extracted a better movie <laughs> mm-hmm <laughs> So what do you say we consider this movie Screen Hemsworth Okay Do you have a final thought On Extraction Lady One Yes His name is Tyler Rake And he kills a couple people with a rake um, <laughs> I feel I feel like You noticed that wow. I, I noticed that immediately I feel like they That was uh, This movie's way of challenging John Wick and if in the next John Wick he doesn't kill yeah. anybody with a candle then extraction has won the battle <laughs> so shots fired that'd be like if MC Hammer danced with hammer shoes or something what what are you saying alright <clears throat> James from Pop Cult Net one of the best podcasts that you can listen to about pop culture different topics every week relaxing vibe good content one hell of a host yeah. Do you have a final thought? My final thought is that I just hope 
Chris Hemsworth is happy. Um, <laughs> well, when I mean that he's happy, I mean like he's not going to start doing like dramas or, you know, stuff that's not in his lane. Um, you know how some actors start being like, oh, I'm not a good actor. And they start doing these weird ass side projects. Oh. I just hope that he... Yeah, I hope he doesn't try to like become like The Rock or something like that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at. I hope he just oh, like oh, sticks to yeah. Marvel films and and Extraction three two six. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just stay there. Don't don't turn into The Rock. And I'm still trying to figure out if this is connected to the MCU or not. <laughs> With all the like Avengers stuff that's in, that's torn in this, maybe that like threw some Easter eggs in there or. I have to find like a YouTube video. This movie could have just as easily been like a Hawkeye origin story. Like instead of Tyler Rake shooting people with guns, it was just Clint Barton shooting <laughs> arrows the whole time. It could have been the same movie. <laughs> like it was actually Thor the whole time. He was just bored during the blip and he did all this stuff. <laughs> it's bored Thor. <laughs> That's why he didn't die. He's Thor the whole time in, in disguise. It all makes sense now. Oh, you know what? Ovi could have said, you don't How look like a Tyler. You look like a Thor. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean what's your final thoughts jason figured me out oh um all right this is a very minor thing but i thought about it when i watched the movie again i watched it three times even though i had no idea what the plot <laughs> there's so little but plot I did, to miss and you missed it but i did <laughs> but i did notice this so when the movie starts ovi has glasses hmm. and then his friend makes him take off the glasses when they're at the club what? and then for the rest of the movie he has no glasses how can he see that i didn't think about that i was confused about why they're at a club for kids that had a bar <laughs> <You're right. laughs> clubs for kids Bench kids but yeah no that should have come back i don't know how he was able to see Mm-mm, that totally should have come his- back he took his glasses off. And you know what's interesting, too, is when you first met um, Seiju, Saju, he also had glasses on. And I'm like, wow, they're introducing all these characters. They all have glasses on. But, you know, Saju could have put on contacts. I get it. But, but not that kid. Not Ovi. Ovi. That kid, he, he can't see. Poor Ovi. The whole, whole movie happens. He can't see. <laughs> Maybe that's why he wasn't, like, traumatized by all of the murder that he was witnessing, because it was all out of focus. <laughs> that's why he has to ask. Did you just hit somebody with a car? Because he didn't see it. <laughs> he couldn't see any of it. It's a really weird minor thing. All right. So uh, why don't you send us home? Lady one. You can reach us here at the show by sending an email to screenfixpod at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at screenfixpod. And we're on Facebook, too. Just search for Screen Fix Podcasts. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Google Play, and, of course, Apple Podcasts. And we would absolutely love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And tell somebody about it. Tweet about it. Yeah. Also, uh, we have a Patreon account. You can donate to the show if, if you want to, if you like what you hear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can also donate to any foundations that are trying to help people with lymphoma. <laughs> Lymphoma, <laughs> donate to a place like the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, uh, as well as the Lymphoma Foundation. You can donate to fight lymphoma. It is a serious cancer, and it's no laughing matter. <laughs> okay, so why don't we leave everybody with your impression of Tyler Rake slapping a kid <laughs> and saying, <laughs> and saying, oh, piss off. Which was my favorite, <laughs> maybe, line of the entire movie. Okay, so you're going to need an Australian accent. Uh, why don't you go first, Lady Walk? Can I do the slap, too? Of course. Oh, piss off. <laughs> Something British, Sorry. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. James Popcold Net, why don't you give us your impression? 
Oh, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> I like the hand rub. <laughs> like warm up that slap. That's how I would do it. You don't get too many chances to smack a kid and get away with it. So. Right, here we go. Here's mine. <clears throat> oh, I piss off. <laughs> I feel like we all just kind of sounded like pirates. Like, <laughs> oh, terrible. Yeah. Uh, oh work. boy. Okay, James. I want to thank you for coming here today and talking yeah. with us and helping us fix extraction. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find Pop Cult Net? You can find Pop Cult Net on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under Pop Cult Net, and you can find the podcast wherever you stream your pods. I'm pretty much everywhere. And uh, thank you guys for having me on. It was awesome to talk to some people in this quarantine. Yeah. I've been locked up. Not able to talk to movies yeah. been dropping crazy. So, and it's good to see you guys are healthy and well. And I hope everybody that's listening is also healthy as well or getting healthy. Yeah, yeah, right. Gain like a quarantine fifteen. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, everybody, stay tuned next time where we will be fixing another movie. I don't know what no that clue. is. I'm ready for movie theaters to open back up. I miss so it. Bad. Let's keep our fingers crossed for AMC to recover from this. I really do hope they work everything out because yeah. I don't want to go to Regal. No. <laughs> You're right. The Regal around here is don't terrible. Don't send me there. Please don't send don't me Don't send me there. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Weird taco meat. All right, here we go. <laughs> Chicken and Sta- beef. Standing up made a lot of things like rise to the surface real quick. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, no.